All right, guys.、Uh, welcome back to another episode of Hundred、uh, Books a Year with Kevin.、Uh, it has been a couple days, and I just want to do another update on the the book series.、Uh, let's talk about exactly what happened、um, after Buffett took over. Right,、like、what was his thinking going into a different、um, industry, and then kind of building this、uh, holding company, right? This、uh, collaborate, and what is the benefit that that's coming out of that? So. Um, we talk a little bit more about this last time, right? The whole cigar butt situation. That's kind of is Buffett's mo is is he wants to find a business that's selling less and is liquidating value, and then wait for a temporary uh market correction to sell at a profit, right? So, so like the higher the um、uh, liquidating value or the lower the purchase price is, the better it is. Right, so we we kind of spent the last few days、uh, on this particular idea of dissecting the industry, right? Right before、um, Buffett took over, what was the numbers? Right, what was the、uh, textile industry like? Right, what is the compers、uh, competition between the northeastern USA, right, in the、uh, New England area, compared to、uh, the southern part of the USA? So we can all kind of come in. Come to consensus that the number doesn't look so good, right? And then in nineteen sixty five, Buffett was going to purchase some、uh, Berkshire Hathaway share for about eleven dollars and five and fifty cents per share, and then uh, there um, they already have like a contract drew up, and then the、uh, CEO I think、uh, was called Seabury Stenden, and he said, "Nope,、uh, we're gonna have to mark it down to eleven." Point three seven five per share, so meaning that they are getting less for their money, and then this really makes Buffett mad. And then some might argue that that actually causes him to even want this deal more and want to take over the entire company, right? Kind of, kind of like the、uh, ruthless, the、uh, ruthless part of a capitalistic Buffett kind of took over for like a little bit, and then of course, right? Buffett later wrote that. Uh, you know,、uh, using Berkshire and Hathaway as an investment vehicle is actually not a good idea, because it could have compounded more, or in a sense, it could have、uh, have a better company to be their holding company compared to BH, right? So nobody really knows exactly what was the decision behind it, but some argue that、uh, he got emotional over this kind of like a bait and switch kind of this、um, operation. Right, so he took over in the year nineteen sixty five. Everything looks decent, right?、Um, the、uh, tax office is still losing money.、Uh, he's just trying to see if、uh, they can turn a profit over there. And right around nineteen sixty seven, there was a turning point.、Uh, Berkshire Hathaway acquired an insurance company called the National Indemnity Company,、uh, NIC. So, exactly what does NIC do? Is they Will offer insurance to high-risk companies and individuals. We're talking about taxis. We're talking about、uh, other public transportation because of the fact that there's like a lot of them, and then you know, taxi companies are usually operating in a very noisy environment, so they usually don't really get insured. I think back then because it's too much to to uh, uh, insure them. So. Other insurance company will will not touch these quote unquote high risk high liability companies. So the way that 
Buffett likes about uh, this national indemnity uh, 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 company is their founder said, hey, there's not a thing called bad risk. There's only higher rates, right? So essentially they're saying that like, we don't care how much or how bad the risks are. All we care about is how high we can market, right? Like if you have a terrible rate, then we then we'll just market your market um insurance be higher. Then in a sense that we're gonna have a better profit, right? And Buffett loved about this, so that's why they acquired this insurance company. So at that time, uh, Buffett agreed to a price of eight point six million dollars, and then uh, it's about overpaying one point nine million over the tangible net assets of the company. Right, and then you're saying, "Um, mm, this kind of goes against his belief, right? Like, why would you overpay close to two million to get this insurance company?" Right, so this kind of like showcase why would he do it, right? So essentially, it's really about the business model of an insurance company. So insurance is unlike most other business. In that its assets are almost entirely comprised of securities. Right, so let that sink in. So in the most basic construction of an insurance company balance sheet, the assets are actually funded by policyholder. Quote unquote, they actually have not paid their premium yet, and then they actually have claims to be paid. Right, so they are being. Owned by this entire group of policyholders that are in different circumstances, and then the balance is the shareholders' equity. Now, buying national indemnity with Berkshire Hathaway means that Berkshire could allocate capital into securities that would buy anyway at a modest premium and also gain access to the well-run insurance operation. So. In a sense that the insurance company itself can still earn an underwriting profit by being a、uh, very good at due due、uh, due diligence, but the thing is, is those、uh, those profit will pay for the upfront、uh, upfront premium, and any additional gains can be also being put to work by Buffett、uh, um, after that. So this is what we call this called float, right? So in a sense. Buffett likes the idea of、um, buying insurance company because of the fact of their operation model. They're not、uh, really owned by anything else, and they're mostly securities. And then, most importantly, is they can usually crank out a profit by running a very, very good underwriting business. And then, the leftover money can be used to employ by him down the line. So, to kind of like give you guys a little bit more of a.、Uh, Was the term of a clear cut example in the insurance field? There is this a、uh, ratio called a combined ratio. So essentially, it's the loss ratio plus the expense ratio. So let's use let's say year nineteen sixty eight, right? Like the year after Buffett bought、uh, NIC, the loss ratio was about sixty five point four percent. And then the expense ratio was about thirty two point one percent, so they have a combined ratio of ninety seven point five percent back in nineteen sixty eight. Now, one person might say, "Hmm, that seems high, right?" But the way that you should approach this ratio is if it's under one hundred percent or not. If it's one uh, uh under one hundred percent, that means this insurance basis is actually running better than expected, which means. 
the two point five percent of of the premium that the company collects, it like it, it could be hundreds of millions or billions of of dollars. Two point five percent of it is actually investment earnings that Buffett can redeploy into other businesses. So that's kind of how they usually have like a measurements balance sheet because of that, right? So here's the thing, right? Like people might ask is why are not more insurance company doing this themselves, right? Why do they kind of have to have this brand new idea under Buffett? The true answer is the insurance company, they can do it themselves. But the thing is, is they're not as good of an investor compared to Buffett, <laughs> right? So I'm sure some insurance companies, they try to to um, invest it, but they kind of fail mi- uh, miserably. So they kind of let it to let Buffett to like run this part of the business or kind of have Buffett to be like a trailblazing person on this particular business model, right? So essentially you need an insurance business model and you need some investment genius like Buffett, then you're going to have a money printing machine right after that, right? So this is the uh, pretty much the core, um, the core, um, thinking of um, Warren Buffett's first acquisition, Warren first found the foundation of getting another another company. So later on, we're going to have different um, sort of marginal business that he acquired, right? So we're going to have the newspaper business, right? I think uh, Warren was friends with uh, Catherine, who was the head of uh, Washington Post. And then the like the the thing with business it was a newspaper is it is really cheap to to like print them right and then the margin on that can be big as well and also we have candy right uh the seeds candy is another uh, another good investment a great retail store with uh rebut growth and then really focus on high quality uh, high quality uh, candy and we have banks right like banks are uh, notoriously for uh, quote unquote charging premiums and then like um uh, uh, overdraft fees and all that fun stuff, well not fun stuff but like you know all that stuff that we're talking about it. So, um, right about ten years since um Buffett took over, he sort of have this solid foundation set up, right? So between the year of nineteen sixty five to nineteen seventy four, Berkshire Hathaway is uh, was still in the textile um, industry was in the insurance uh, uh, environment, was in newspaper, was in candy, and was in the banking uh, industry, right? So you kind of start to see this uh, flywheel come together with really every single high margin, good flow business model going into their uh, entire Berkshire Hathaway's uh, ecosystem, and then kind of fuel the investment right after that. So that's it. That's what we're going to touch on today. And I really like the fact that um, it's really, really kind of interesting to go over the founding stories of this uh, giant companies, right? And then now in the 60s and 70s, Warren Buffett kind of find their footing and then they kind of expand on this um, kind of like trajectories, right? Like there was another... uh, Good retail company that they bought was uh, what was it again? A Nebraska furniture company, right? Same thing. So 
I think the lesson of this is really be able to recognize the overturning pattern of the environment first or the ministry first, and after that, really be able to invest in good companies. And really, everything points to investing, right? If you can get any edge in buying a company or、um, acquire a company, it's really, really good to do it. And then there's there's a different types of company that Buffett can own, right? We talk about insurance, we talk about candy, we talk about banking, and we talk about newspaper as well. And then I think the next kind of a big turning stone was actually in the early two thousands where Berkshire Hathaway goes into tech, but. I think most people know that side of the story pretty well. How they changed their views on Apple, and then、um, Apple actually made them more profitable than any of the other investment that they've made in the previous like twenty to like thirty years. So、um, that's it, guys. We're gonna finish our episode today, and then next time we're gonna do our last episode. We're gonna talk about what does Buffett thinks was their、uh, top mistakes. Twenty-five year into their、uh, existence, and we're going to touch on that as our last episode next time. All right, thank you so much for listening, guys. If you like the podcast,、uh, subscribe and、uh, share with your friends, and then I、uh, will talk with you guys next time. Bye.